Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. Listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Game Time Decision presents the DFS Lineup Lock Hour, sponsored by DailyRoto.com. As well, DFS, DFS. You heard about the DailyRoto.com dollar month. Club here on the network, putting the context, say buy a lottery ticket, you pay a dollar, you pick a bunch of numbers, you then just clutch the ticket and hope. You sign up over at dailyroto.com as part of the dollar month club. You pay your dollar, you get access for the rest of the month. You transport into a world that has produced five millionaires. Take destiny into your own hands. Go to dailyroto.com, enter the code one dollar. That's dailyroto.com. Enter the code one dollar. Uh, Corey, a lot of some baseball news. Uh, we got baseball trades <clears throat> as well as a surprise earlier in the day. Hanley Ramirez uh, designated for assignment uh, by the Boston Red Sox because uh, they don't want him to get to 497 at bats and be on the hook and all $22 million next year. Is that, isn't that the, that's the grimy part of sports right there. The dude has come back. He's balling, playing good baseball this year. They're like, you know what? We ain't trying to give you that money that you earned. Uh, he went over 21. Yeah, they were, it's like you and I. We have two bad shows. We're done. <laughs> that's, that's, it's over. That's what like that's what like over 21 is. Right? Yeah, yeah. He's, 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 yeah, he's had a bad eight days. All right, you're done. You know, that's the way. He, in other words, though, and you know this to be the case, Florio, you guys just signed uh, Jose Bautista. Don't tell me Hanley Ramirez won't be a Met in the next 48 hours. <laughs> I've, read, I've already read reports where the Mets said they're not interested. Oh, did they? Yeah, yeah but I don't know if, if that's he's true. If cheap, they're interested. <laughs> <laughs> he'll get picked up, though. He'll be uh, he'll be fine. And what's the deal? We got a deal. Seattle uh, did something here. Uh, to address the uh, the uh, the loss of Robinson Cano, right, when they went out and got to Norwich, Spain. So I'm looking for some of the ramifications of the deal right now. But uh, uh, Florio, you you probably know more about it than I do. What's what's the deal, Florio? Who got uh, so Span and who? Alex Colome, the Rays closer, who I'm guessing will now set up for Edwin Diaz. Interesting. Seattle have actually been grinding this year, even with the adversity. They've been an interesting team, uh, Corey. So, yep. Corey, you know, I did a poll question earlier, actually, and I asked people, I said, besides football, because obviously everybody's favorite DFS sport is football, at least the mo- for the most part, the general public. But I'm painfully honest here, and I find baseball, it's just frustrating, Corey, to put baseball lives together every day. I do it. And it takes me like an hour and a half, an hour. I just don't half-ass it. I do it. But my lineup still sucks all the time anyways. Like, yeah, nah. Base, yeah. Baseball DFS is so hard. And we had Dinkmeyer on earlier. And I said, Drew, how many, how many lineups are you playing on an average baseball night? He goes, ah, just 150 to 200. 
I can't compete with that crap. I no. find it to be frustrating, to be honest, Corey. No, I'd rather I'd rather do the my bookie thing with the prop with the prop builder. You know what I'm saying? Try to get my action that way. Other than that, I got an optimizer. If I want to get some action in a 50-50 or maybe take a shot and triple up and something like that, I'll hit up the optimizer right before lineups lock and then I'll pop some in there. But the days, you know, three or four years ago when this thing was new and kind of first started, I would I would log on at 5 o'clock and start looking at lineups and stuff like that. And I would grind all the way down to 7 o'clock and set two or three lineups and get my stacks together and find out which pitches are going to get blown up tonight. Gabe, I don't do that no more. I don't. I drink <laughs> I drink my beer and I might hit the vaporizer. That's what I told people earlier today. I tweeted. <laughs> I said, man, I'm tired of spending two hours a day for my crappy baseball lineups. I said, I'm going with the projections today. There you go. <laughs> That's it. That's it, bro. I looked at the projections and, and I sort of started to look in, but um, you know, listen, I play, I just play in the, in the lighter ones. Like I entered yep. a dollar golf tournament. I'm actually, I was in eighth place earlier in the day. I got up to fifth place out of 1800 people. I'll check and see where, where we're doing now. Uh, but I got a baseball lineup here, but I'm really looking forward to, um, I'm really looking forward to some CFL football. Really? DFS. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They got Canadian Football League on DraftKings. They also have WNBA, and actually our boy Frank was looking for a WNBA pick, actually. You ever been to a WNBA game? You ever go down to a Liberty game? I've, I'm not to Liberty. I didn't, I've never seen a Liberty. I've seen Washington Mystics play. I've seen, right, a D, I've so seen we, Mystics play at the, I believe it was called the Verizon Center at the time. I think they didn't change the name again. What's the, the deal? One is, Center. is Frank going to the game, Mike? Is that the deal? Is that why he wants a pick? Is he going? He's actually going to the Yankee game and bet on the Yankees. He was uh, cutting up some WNBA content while uh, making that Yankees bet, so he wanted to see if you had anything that he should throw down on the WNBA as well. Yeah, I'm looking right. You see the uh, New York Liberty are getting six and a half points tonight. Ditch the Yankee game. Tell them to go to the, uh, the, the B-ball game. Oh, you know, yo, Gabe, you know, I just found this out this week. This kind of shocked me. The Liberty don't play at the Garden no more. No, where do they play? They got booted from the garden. They got booted from the garden. I think they have. To, I think they someplace in Westchester County or where they playing at now. Really? Yeah, I they, didn't they know that. The, I guess. I, I guess it wasn't worth the price of it. You know, I guess yeah, they was losing the, money the, by right. having the games there. Dude, it's not cheap to open that garden, man. <laughs> no doubt. <laughs> yeah, I want to no, find no, out where their home court is right now. Um, because they're not an MSG no more. Because you know, every now and then, you know, when they would have the uh, the games. Uh, when, when somebody would come in town to play the Liberty, a lot of the teams would stay right here at the hotel. And a lot of the teams are coached by former NBA players and NBA guys on the rosters yeah, and yeah, I mean, exactly. on, on, on the coaching staff. So I'm like, oh, okay, we might be having some uh, – like last year we met Michael Thomas in the lobby and stuff like that. I think he coached the Atlanta NBA, WNBA team. But, yeah, right now the New York yeah, here uh, it is. Liberty you're right. yeah. play at the Westchester yes. County Center. Yeah, you're right. The New York Liberty seek to uh, its first win of the budding season and open its home slate against the uh, WNBA champion Minnesota Lynx. Mark the first time they play on their new home floor at the Westchester County Center. Wow. What's, it's Westchester. It sounds like upper scale. Is it what's No, no. Like? It's, it's, it's in White Plains. Um, it's not too far outside of the Bronx. Maybe about 25, 30 minutes outside of the Bronx. I know some people that used to live up there, and they're not upscale people at all in White Plains. <laughs> <laughs> I used to, you know, this is what you do. What we do is uh, when, the, when, the, when my son was big into WWE, when they would come out and hit the tri-state area, you know, everybody would run out to the garden and pay that, 
hundred $175 at the Garden, you go to White Plains to the Westchester County Center for 75 and go see the wrestlers over that over, over that joint. You know, it might be a warm-up ticket or something like that. But the only thing the kids really wanted to do anyway at the wrestling was go to the merchandise shop. Most of the WWE bag game come on what they do selling the merchandise. I'm going to go with the six and a half points here. That's my suggestion. This take the take the uh, take the points. All right, I'm the six and a half on Liberty. Yeah, that's the well for Frank. Yeah, since he's a dege- Frank's a bigger degenerate than I realized, Corey. <laughs> I wonder if he's going to watch that game. Yeah, no, no, he's going to be the Yankee game. So, oh yeah, I didn't right. realize they've got Kia Nurse. She's good, Kia Nurse. She's actually from Toronto. Okay, she played for the UConn uh, Huskies. Yeah, I'm a big degenerate. I bet on women's college basketball, so I actually know. Uh, these players. You know what? She scored 17 points in her debut. It was the most by a w, uh, Canadian WNBA player since uh, Stacey Dale scored 23. Right, Stacey so Dale is hot, too. I remember Stacey Dale. Yep. She's smoking. Um, Chicago Sky and the Seattle Storm as well. All right, we'll get back to that. Let's talk some, uh, let's talk some uh, DFS baseball here and betting baseball. We'll combine the two. Uh, biggest total of the night uh, here, Corey, tonight is uh, Cincinnati at Colorado. And uh, I got to tell you, man, this Romano guy really is a gas can, man. The, the pitcher for the Cincinnati Reds. Yeah. I, I can't argue with anybody wanting to stack the Colorado Rockies tonight. Yeah, I think so, too. Like you said, Romano, and then obviously you got great. But listen, the environment is one that's conducive to heavy run scoring anyway. I got the number at 11 and a half. That's a big number. One thing about baseball is, though, was, I was thinking about this earlier in the week, too, when, when Vargas was, everybody was loading up versus Vargas. I was like, if I would have got home in time enough that night, I would have I played Vargas. Because one thing about baseball, whenever you get on one somebody, baseball is the best sport to bet contrarian. Yeah, yeah. I like where you're going with that. I like, man, that's my big thing, dude. I, I didn't take Scherzer tonight. Yeah. I know, and it's risky because Scherzer's probably going to strike out like 23 guys or something. Yeah. But I'm the same way every time. And you see this with golf betting all the time, too. You know, I remember all the time, oh, you got to start your lineup with Dustin Johnson. He's done yep. this here. He's done that. Yeah, he finishes 14th and stuff. You know what I mean? And it's <laughs> not good enough. All the time it happens. Girl, you're right, man. Dude, the other night, uh, you know, it happened with the Scoglund guy. There's a lot of bad pitchers that once in a while will pitch well. Mm-hmm. Look at Bartolo Colon. Everyone makes fun of him, man. The guy nearly pitched a no-hitter. Yeah, there you go. And you got when everybody is on these dudes to have these terrible games, just put a couple dollars on the other side. Not only not only are you getting the performance, you're going to jump up in, 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 the, uh, in the tournament that you're in anyway because if everybody's stacking against that gas can, if that gas can goes off, that stack ain't working, so you eliminating some of their lineups like uh, right there, and then you're getting the points from that pitcher that nobody's on too. So that's kind of the way I like to do it when I whenever I do do a little bit of DFS baseball, which I admit is not much these days. All right, so the, my pitcher uh, tonight, guys, I'm going with Ross Stripling here. Ross Stripling, Los Angeles Dodgers. They're hosting San Diego tonight, so it's a winnable game. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Dodgers hit Clayton Richard uh, really hard as well, so you could stack a lot of Dodgers in here. And I've got uh, I got Justin Turner in my lineup, and I'll share that with you in a second. But I think Stripling's a nice uh, play here uh, in this uh, spot. He's seventy two hundred dollars in his last uh, two starts. He went uh, eleven and a third innings. He struck out sixteen batters. He only gave up uh, three runs. Uh, he he pitched against San Diego in the altitude as well, even tougher up there in Mexico City. He only gave up, up four hits. He struck out five 
over four innings. I mean, he is a relief pitcher, but now he's starting as well. Over his last uh, 15 and a third inning, he's got 21 strikeouts with just two walks, and he's taking on an impotent San Diego team here tonight, guys. I think the Ross Stripling is worth a look. I'm going to be picking on Florio's Metza here. I'm going to go with Junior Guerra. Uh, Guerra really, I mean, the guy flies under the radar. He's always pretty cheap, and I'll tell you, Corey, if you're ever betting over mybookie.ag, and we'll tell you about mybookie.ag in a minute, guys, but if you're laying it down, the Milwaukee Brewers have been one of the best bets in baseball this year, Corey. Yeah. Because when the Brewers are at home, they're never big favorites. And when they're on the road, they're always underdogs. And this team is winning a lot of baseball games, bro. The, the Brewers are the real deal. This is a good baseball team. What, what made you jump on them? If you've been riding them for a while, what made you jump on them? I liked them coming into the year, to be honest. I was high on them. Last year, they won 86 baseball games. And then they went out and they got uh, Kane. They go out and they get a Christian Yelich. They tried to get a bunch of pitchers. They tried to get Arietta. I think it's contagious when the players in the dugout and everyone in the clubhouse knows we're not just going through emotions here. We want to win. This team wants to win, and they want to win now. They've got great bats. Everyone worried about the pitching. Um, I'm not going to say pitching's overrated, uh, but it's not about names, just about eating innings, and they've got guys that can eat some innings. They're a resilient uh, baseball team. They've got a lot of power. There's a lot to like about this Milwaukee uh, team. Uh, I, I was high on them coming into the year, and uh, I told people I liked their season win total I, over the number. Uh, I don't have no year. beef with it. You break it down pretty nice, and you talk about going contrary and going up against Syndergaard, so I don't see why not. Uh, if, you, if you like it, I love it. Yeah, you know what? The uh, Listen, it's only 26 at-bats, but New York Met uh, hitters who are in the lineup tonight, they're hitting 154 against them, against, uh, yeah. against Guerra. I think Milwaukee's going to get this. Milwaukee, dude, they're like 16-2 and two in their last 18 games. Listen, I, I got a lot of respect for Thor, but um, you know, the, the bottom line is the Mets can't hit. You know, I, think, I think Milwaukee will win like 3-2 or something like that. It'll be a lower-scoring game, but I think the Brewers uh, get it done. Uh, Tony Walters, my catcher. Yeah, the, guy, the guy pretty much sucks, but he's dirt cheap, uh, like real cheap, like $2,700. Uh, catcher's usually a, a wasteland anyways. I can't afford Sanchez or any of these guys. But the thing is, guys, this game's at Coors. The total's 11.5. He's taking on Romano, and Ray Romano might be as good as uh, Sal. Uh, he's got a <laughs> 7.41 ERA. His whip is 1.882 right now on the road. He's given up 13 runs and his last two uh, road starts, all right? Like, um, there's no reason Romano doesn't get uh, lit up here. But since it is in Coors, we got to have a little exposure on both sides here. We're going to go with the man that hates Canada, uh, Joey Votto. Uh-oh. Uh, yeah, Joey Votto, listen, he's been a little cold right now. He's 5 for 27 over his last nine games. But John Gray has been hit hard uh, lately. And I don't see a reason why Votto can't get involved in some of the runs. Cincinnati's team projections, four and a half tonight. Yeah, and Votto, if they're going to score. I mean, Votto's one of the best hitters of baseball. So I'm, I'm going to squeeze Votto in here. Cesar Hernandez, you got the Blue Jays and uh, and the uh, Phillies uh, tonight. Cesar Hernandez, he's hit safely in 16 of uh, his last 20 games. But the guy just gets on base every damn night. He scored 15 runs in the last 20 games as well. So we're putting in uh, Cesar Hernandez uh, here. We talked about Justin Turner and the Dodgers hitting Clayton Richard pretty hard. Justin Turner, I mean, he's a spark plug guy, this guy, uh, Corey. He's already back, yep. and you see the Dodgers are starting to, you know, not turn a full corner yet, but they're starting to become themselves. Puig is starting to heat up a bit, but Turner, guys, he's 10 for 23 since he's come back in nine games, 
And combine that with the fact that he's also 9 for 19 versus Clayton Richard. Uh, no reason not to have Justin Turner in your lineup uh, here this evening. I've got Xander uh, Bogarts um, squeezed in here. And then i got a really powerful outfield tonight, guys. i got Charlie Blackman, who's in a great spot against Romano. i got Bryce Harper in a great spot against Urena, who's just been getting lit up uh, like a spliff on the back of Willie Nelson's tour bus. And I've got Andrew Benatendi as well. All right, so I, I think I'm going to... Yeah, I got a pretty good lineup, I think, uh, here. You know, we'll, we'll see where it goes. But I got, so I got Stripling, Guerra, Walters, Votto, Cesar Hernandez, Justin Turner, Zanger Bogarts, Charlie Blackman, Bryce Harper, and Andrew Benatendi. No doubt There's I love my it. Major League Baseball DFS lineup. No doubt. I, lo- I think I, I can go with it. I'm looking at my, um, my optimizer right now, and Justin Turner is a guy that was spit out to me also. Now, I find it interesting that you mentioned the spliff in the back of in the Willie Nelson's tour bus. Snoop Dogg was recently asked, has he ever met somebody that can outsmoke him? And he was like, one time he smoked with Willie Nelson, and he was like, he couldn't believe how high he was. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, I think, I think if I'm not mistaken, Snoop, Willie Nelson makes, made Snoop Dogg quit on one. You know what's funny? Uh, I saw a poster recently, actually, and it's, Woody, it's a Willie Nelson quote. And he said, uh, pot is like sex. Some is better than others, but it's all good. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go. <laughs> you know what? Actually, you'll like this. I can put this on the um, uh, on the list of cool things uh, that I've done. I've actually smoked a spliff with Too Short, Red Man, and Method Man at the same time. Ooh, how'd, how'd you get in? That's, that's, that's an interesting cipher right there. Too Short yeah, yeah. and Method Red. Method Red from the classic movie How High. And Too Short is uh, the homie from Oakland, Oaktown. Yeah, Pimpin' Ain't Dead, 93. Yeah, I had uh, Warren G remember, before the All-Star game in Philadelphia. That was my uh, famous person. Remember that? Remember he had uh, Too Short, too, had the cocktails. Yeah. yeah, uh-huh. yeah and, uh, I became buddies, actually, with uh, – I became buddies with Too Short. Good guy. Yep. All right, uh, we got more DFS coming up here. And- Did you know that you can listen to this show live on the award-winning Fancy Sports Radio Network? Listen on the iHeartRadio app, the TuneIn Radio app, or download the Fancy Sports Radio Network app. The Fancy Sports Radio Network is the only totally free, 24-7, 365 Fancy Sports Network of its kind without a subscription. Check out YouTube Live on the Fancy Sports Network YouTube page and participate in the program in there where you can ask questions, discuss the topics with other fantasy enthusiasts, or tell everyone that you disagree. Call into your favorite show and ask your question. The number is 844-84-FNTSY. That's 844-843-6879. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network, your free fantasy source, 24 hours a day. on domestic violence charges oh my after goodness. allegedly choking a woman. Ah, oh, hate to hear that. You a Nick Diaz fan? Well, which Nick one is Nick Serpico's Diaz. friend? Is it Nick or Nate? Um, Nate is the one that fought uh, Conor McGregor twice. I right, so just so it's, it's so so her friend is Nick. Wonderful. Her friend is the one that got put out at the press conference that day. 
Whose friend is it? Who would you say? Michelle Serpico, our, our co-host here. Oh, is she friends with the Diaz's? Yeah. What a, what nice the, I think I think the, whatever one is the one that didn't fight McGregor is the one that she is friendly with. Okay, yeah, well, yeah, this is him. Then, Wonderful. Yeah. And actually, you know what? Well, so, you know, innocent till proven guilty. Of course. I have uh, I know these guys. I've met them before. I mean, there's, you know, they have that Stockton thug thing and all that going, but they're actually pretty nice guys, but I, I don't know the instance here, but this is just coming over the wire now. Yeah. Um, Diaz was listed among inmates in custody at Clark uh, County Nevada Detention Center Friday afternoon. Online records show the police official confirmed to MMA junkie that it was indeed the uh, UFC fighter and former strike force uh, fighter. The former welterweight is being held after allegedly choking a woman Thursday and has been charged with felony de- domestic battery by strangulation as well as misdemeanor domestic uh, battery. Uh, Diaz will be being held on $18,000 bail. Since he's a UFC fighter, there's no way he has got 18K, Corey, to get out. <laughs> really? Uh, huh? I thought they was getting a little bit. I thought they was getting money. Uh, nah. uh, the 34-year-old recently became eligible to compete in mixed martial arts again after serving a one-year mandatory suspension uh, after uh, missing three drug tests in a 12-month span. He last fought in 2015. Well, there you go right there. That is yeah. Mr. Diaz. The Diaz. There's brother. the wire. Keeping people up to date there, Corey. That's how I like we roll. That. I know that's that's part of the process right here. Now, I just texted Cam. I just oh, yeah. texted Oh yeah, Cam. what's the update with Cam? Yeah, I know. We'll see if he gets back to me here. I said, uh, how you doing? What did they do to you? <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Hey, you know what I like to see this time of year? Cause you see people are so crazy, right? So, you know, when people graduate and stuff like that and they come across the aisle where there's a college graduation, a high school graduation. So now these kids in the social media era um, are taking this little walk across the stage as their time to, you know, to shine. So you got at this wild video. This must be a college graduation. Young lady comes across. She gets her diploma or degree or whatever, and she starts twerking. So, like, the faculty is, like, scrambling to get her off of the stage. I, these videos are so funny. I can see my children doing something like this because they're nuts. <laughs> I, I love it. Listen, you just finished college. You want to drop it like it's hot? Why not? Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't know. I never cried. <laughs> I love it. I'm gonna retweet it right now, so maybe you can take a oh. look at it. It's pretty funny. She shorty just went right down there and dropped it. Then dude is like, "Wait a minute, sir, please come on. Let me get you off stage right quick, ma'am." So that's at the fantasy exec on Twitter, and she comes across the aisle and she just gives it a little quick one before the faculty comes and gets her off out of there. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're like the, you're like this, Corey. When I, when I was in high school, I was 12 years old, and um, I was I was dating, like, a chick in, like, grade 10 type thing, grade yeah. 9, like, six, 15, 16. So when she graduated, I went to the prom with her, and I couldn't get in. I was too young. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> so I was, I was rocking. I was rocking large. But, uh, yeah, yeah, no, I, I get it. I get it. Yeah, twerking's pretty good. You know, you know you stick it to the faculty. Exactly. Uh, on, I love on it. The way up. Especially from college, I didn't. I didn't drop the hundred and two. My parents didn't drop the hundred and twenty-five grand here. Or I'm straddled with two hundred thousand dollars in loans. I might drop it like it's hot too, Gabe. I mean, excuse me. I would. I would would grab the mic and I'd say, you know, there's no way in hell I'm paying you guys back. (laughs) (laughs) Drop, drop, drop the mic. I always always kid about that though, Corey. When you go to um, and listen, I know that. 
people are proud of their kids when they graduate, etc. But you know, you always see and you watch. We had Joe Lisi on. You watch like college uh, sporting events and stuff, and all the commercials always like enterprise, right? Rent a car, mm-hmm. and they're all like, you know, we at enterprise hire more former NC athletes than anybody, and they show all these guys, you know, football, Minnesota Golden Gophers, volleyball, UCLA. And I'm thinking, damn, man, you go to university, get beat up playing football for four years, and then you work at Enterprise, rent a car for the rest of your life. Can you imagine that? You poke it. Yeah. I'm not sure that's a great sales pitch, man. You know what I'm saying? You you driving business travelers' car up to them in the parking lot like, here you go, sir. They're like, hey, wait a minute. Aren't you uh, Ja'Cory Harris? (laughs) Yeah. Aren't aren't you the dude that screwed me and dropped the pass that – yeah, that Saturday afternoon six years ago. Hey, who's your biggest? Who who has cost you the most, or what, what sticks out of, of of a failed bet or a miserable moment, a bad beat? Which what, what 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 one sticks Two out guys. the most in each sport? Two guys have cost me the most money, like instantly without even a debate. Number one is Andy Dalton. Wow, Andy Dalton's like literally probably. I'm not even exaggerating. He's probably cost me like a quarter of a million dollars. Wow. <laughs> Like, and I'm dead serious. I can see Andy Dalton being that guy. Yeah, like, I don't know why, but, like, ah, oh, Bengals plus seven. No way they don't cover. You know, $5,000. Like, I put I put multiple thousands of dollars on Cincinnati Bengal games numerous times over the years because I'm a very stupid man. Mm-hmm. And uh, years ago, Bob Wickman drove me into insanity. Remember the closer, the fat dude, Bob Wickman? Uh, from what team? The Mariners, was it? Yeah, he was on every team. Okay, it's on everybody, yeah. yeah. Yeah, he was on the Yankees, though. He was on the Yankees. He was on the Braves. He was, It was pretty much when he was on the Braves that he tormented me one summer, and I was betting big that summer. Like, this summer, I'm not bad. I don't bet that big on baseball games. Yeah, I don't you know, blame I'll put you. 50 bucks on a baseball game or something like that. You bet the over-under the point spread on a baseball game. I don't touch the point spread on a baseball game. No, uh, I just, you know, I just bet on the money lines. I never okay. win when I lay a run and a half and stuff, and... Overs, I don't bet too much, but I do think tonight Cleveland and Houston will be a low-scoring game under eight. So watch it be like nine-eight after two innings. Of course. <laughs> but so Bob Wickman was a closer, and that summer I was betting a lot. I was betting like you know two thousand dollars a baseball game and stuff, which yeah. is you know crazy. But I was doing it, so I was betting like you know a thousand a game, two thousand a game. I was betting big, and the Atlanta Braves were pretty good. And I don't know, like, I was just obsessed with it. And I kept betting on Braves games, and Bob Wickman kept on screwing me. And, like, I had, like, real meltdowns, Corey. Like, I was live on the radio, like, at nighttime when when this stuff was going on. Yeah. So I was just melting down and freaking out and stuff. So I got so pissed off. Um, I had my producer at the time, like, dictate. we dictated a live letter, a letter to him. <laughs> I was all like, dear Atlanta Braves. And so we sent a letter to the Atlanta Braves saying about how Bob Wickman is, like, tearing, uh, terrorizing us and causing us a lot of grief. Yeah. And in the letter, I wanted the uh, strength and conditioning coach of the Atlanta Braves fired because Bob Wickman was so out of shape. So, <laughs> so we wrote this letter, and the Atlanta Braves actually responded to us. Really? <laughs> yeah, they sent me a letter back. <laughs> About gambling, probably. (laughs) He's probably like, sir, don't gamble. (laughs) It said that Bob Wickman's a great guy and a staple in the community of Atlanta, and their strength and conditioning coach does a great job. And uh, they thank me for watching Atlanta Braves baseball and being so passionate about it. (laughs) Nice. I love it. What what, what market were you in? 
So that was on Sirius at the time. Okay. It was on Sirius. So as national as ever was Sirius. And, um, and what was funny, so my producer is a joke. He surprised me on my birthday. He bought a pair of Bob Wickman game-used pants. <laughs> <laughs> Jersey would have been cooler, but I would have divorced So, like, like, so, man, I don't want to touch Bob Wickman's pants, like, man. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? But they're Yankee pants, so I got them, and they're like a Ziploc. <laughs> I've got, like, yeah, I've got... I've got, like, official Major League Baseball Yankee pants here that are Bob Wickman's. Wow, that's a nice one right there. You know, for and my- he is a nice guy. He is a really nice guy, too. Like, okay. he really has donated. And, like, I I even sent him something after again stating, yeah, I'm sorry for all, like, you know, calling yeah. you all those names. And you're a good guy. You know, I was, you know, I was just losing a lot of money at the time. Yeah, you could, it's, it's hard to handle. Now, let me ask you. So, um, oh, Donovan McNabb, too, is another McNabb one. McNabb is another one, huh? Oh, McNabb. I swear to God, he owes me like $18,000. Don, this is alone, Donovan McNabb. So, this is uh, playoff NFC championship games, or this is just Donovan McNabb in general? Oh, just in general, okay. all of them. Like, all of them. Like, yeah, there, specifically, there was a Monday night game. There was a Monday night game, I think it was against Arizona. And uh, I had, like, a lot of money on it. I had, like, six, $7,000 on the game. Mm. And there was somebody, like, wide open in the end zone. Or, you know, that was it. he could have just ran in the end zone. He was on, like, the four-yard line. They were on the five-yard line. He rolled out. And he could have just, he could have just, like, rambled into the, walked into the end zone. But for some reason, he threw it. And it got, like, batted up in the air. And it was an interception. And, yeah. uh, he screwed me pretty hard, Parson, over the years, Donovan McNabb. Not a big Donovan McNabb fan myself. No. My guy, no, no. my guys, my guys, notoriously, uh, me, and my, you know, me, and my brother-in-law will go. Sometime we'll go out to Dover, hit up the, the parlay cards in Dover or whatever I'm doing online and stuff like that. And I tell you, what the player that I has always killed me, a guy that I need to stay away from, and it's always hard to stay away from these. Do you tell you I'm not doing it? I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. But that number be so appealing. Mine's is Matthew. <laughs> St- mine's is Matthew Stafford. It's like Matthew Stafford can. It's, it's like he's out. Like he has it out for me, Matthew Stafford. I trust him. I like him. Good Stafford's deal. been. Yeah, I pick. I've been pretty. I'm a good Detroit Lion better. I always nice. have been. Yeah, yeah. I've got a good. Yeah. There's always going to be that guy. You know, there's a guy actually who I like to really punch in the face, and um, who's really cost me a lot of money is Ryan Fitzpatrick. Ooh, Fitzmagic. I can remember some Fitzmagic, some bad moments with Fitzmagic. Also, you remember that Jet game? There was a Jet game in Kansas City. There was a Jet game in Kansas City. And, man, the Jets weren't very good. The Chiefs were big favorites. I think they were favored by, like, 14 or 12. Mm-hmm. And I was like, man, I know the Jets suck, and I know the Fitzpatrick suck, but, man, it's a lot of points. I swear, man, Corey, the Jets were balling, bro. Like, they picked off. They picked off Alex Smith right away. They go down to the one-yard line. They fumble. Um, it was a day Ryan Fitzpatrick threw six interceptions. It might have even been seven. Wow. He threw six or seven, but... Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, Fitzpatrick drives me freaking nuts. Phillip Rivers has pissed me off a few times over the years a lot. Fitzmagic and Phil Rivers, huh? Yeah, but without a doubt, it's Andy Dalton. Andy Dalton, uh, famously yeah. Andy Dalton, huh? Yeah, yeah like, I've, had, I've had um, Andy Dalton nice blow up me sometimes, too. Yeah, you're right. He is a nice guy, so that's good to know. Yeah, that's your man now. It's Bill's Mafia. That's your man now. Yeah, well, now, now we got, uh, yeah, we got uh, A.J. McCarron and Josh Allen. Uh, what do you think of Josh Allen? He's I'm not be the an big interception machine. I'm not the big Josh Allen guy. When you're going for a franchise quarterback, that's kind of the one that I would want to stay away from. But I know you, you know, as a member of the Bills, but Bills Mafia, I know you guys need a franchise quarterback. 
I, I don't. I'm not. I'm not an Allen guy. I'll be honest with you. I'm just not an Allen guy. He's the one that had ranked lowest out of the ones that was coming out in the draft this year. But um, listen, he's a franchise quarterback. He's a player you needed. My thing was stick with Tyrod and see if McCarron can do a little bit better. But if you want to go get your guy, you had to go get your guy, and there, he, there he was. How do you find it? Yeah, I wanted Rosen. I'm not gonna lie. Mm-hmm. I thought Rosen was the best one of the bunch out of all these young quarterbacks. I like Rosen and Lamar Jackson. I think yep. Baltimore did a great job getting Lamar Jackson 32nd overall. Man, great, great, great pick right there. Flacco's got one more year. They don't have to rush Lamar Jackson in there. Lamar will be the quarterback of the Ravens for years to come, uh, following this year. And hell, maybe Flacco gets hurt uh, this year even. But you know, just because I like Rosen. It's all about personality, and the head coach of the Buffalo Bills, Doug McDermott, is um, a big character guy. Okay. And I'm not, no, they all are, but, well, they pretend to be, but I'm talking character. I mean, he's got, like, a fetish, like, Rex likes feet, chicks feet. Yeah. Like, McDermott likes big dudes. Okay. You know, like the linebacker, Tremaine Edmonds, they drafted six foot five. Josh Allen, six foot five. Um, You know, uh, Kelvin Benjamin, six foot five, you know. You know, they were both in Carolina, McDermott and uh, and and Brandon Bean, who's the general manager of the Buffalo Bills. He was the assistant general manager, but he was basically the head of scouting yeah. uh, for the Panthers. He drafted Benjamin. He drafted Cam Newton. They, you know, once they went Allen, man, they saw his cannon. You know, Josh Allen is a lot like Cam Newton. He really is. And Josh uh-huh. Allen's a good athlete. He can run around and stuff. You know, so Josh Allen's going to be more mobile than people realize. And also, like, look, what was the first thing that McDermott did in Buffalo? He got rid of Sammy Watkins. Yep. You know, like, he doesn't like sort of like the the me guy or the star guy. Okay. You know, he wants a sort of type Scrappy. of guy. Yeah. Yeah, and he didn't see Rosen as that guy, right? Allen was that that type. Does, does it mean he's going to be a better quarterback? I don't know. We'll see. But Josh Rosen in Arizona was a great fit. It was a great place for him to land. No, I think that was. I think that was. I think that was one that you can call perfect fit right there. Looking back at it, I think. You know, I, what do you think about this, Gabe? When you have a quarterback in place, franchise guy, God has been there for a while, and then in the first three, two or three rounds of the draft, you draft his heir apparent. Now, when that quarterback, like Flacco, like Ben Roethlisberger, when they like kind of like blow off the young guy. I'm not going to train him. I'm not here to teach nobody. More or less be a butthole like Ben has been, like Flacco has been. I think that's I think that's poor sportsmanship right there. Listen, both of these guys, Roethlisberger and Flacco, are Super Bowl champions getting up there. Flacco's not getting it done no more, period. He should be – if, if both of them would have brought Colin Kaepernick in last year, Kaepernick would have took Flacco's job. Now, with that being said, how do you react when you hear stories about – the the, the 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 old guard quarterback kind of blowing off the new guy that comes in. You know, I understand that it's not the new guys. It's not it's not the star quarterback's job to to groom yeah. the the new guy. That's what the quarterback coach is for. That's what the organization is for. But Doug Flutie was like that too. Doug really? Flutie wouldn't yeah, he wouldn't talk to the other quarterbacks. Like it was like a competition, you know what I mean? Like he wouldn't, he wouldn't talk to the other quarterbacks. To me, look if you're Ben Ben Roethlisberger is just a jerk, dude. This yeah. is what it comes down to. Ben Roethlisberger is a jerk. He never felt threatened by Landry Jones, did he? Nope. But suddenly he <laughs> yep. feels threatened. He didn't freak out about Landry. He didn't freak out when they drafted Dobbs. And the funny thing is, Mason Rudolph's not even really that much better than Landry Jones. Yeah, I'm not even sure he is any better. But the thing is, Ben Roethlisberger. 
He's been talking about retiring for two he's years. He's held the franchise hostage for the past two years, talking yeah. about retirement. And then, then they go like, and go draft the guy, and he's like, yeah. what you talking about? I'm going to be here for another six years. Yeah, they took a guy in the third round, and he's like, well, <laughs> I think we could have got a player that could have helped us now. You know, and I'm, I'm still going to play for another three to five years, so I don't really understand this. It's like, shut up, dude. You're yeah. right, let's be real, Ben. You're one hard tackle away. He's <laughs> yep. had more plastic surgery done than Jenna Jameson on the body. <laughs> like, he can't handle much more surgeries. Like, we all know it. I mean, Ben still can play, but he's not the quarterback that he was. And the guy, I mean, man, he, he's a tough dude. He's had like nine or 14 surgeries on his knee or something. Now, he gets banged up. A lot of times, I think Ben Roethlisberger do a lot of it for the cameras, though. I think yeah, Ben Roethlisberger yeah. is, a, is, a, is, a, is a big attention guy. So, a lot of times, I think he'll hobble out the game, especially if they're playing Baltimore on Sunday night or something like that. He'll hobble out. for He's a drama queen. Oh, yeah, right. no doubt about it. Then he'll go to Ben Roethlisberger's going to the locker room. Then he'll come back out and lead a game-winning drive and look like this hero warrior. That's the kind of guy Ben Roethlisberger is. And that's the thing, too. He's going to get pissed. I tell him, bro. We haven't seen you walk without a limp in four years. <laughs> like, he's always, like, walking and leaning. Like, he's always in pain, he looks like. Yeah. You know, something that people aren't talking about Ben Roethlisberger enough is, is um, what the hell was he doing in the hallway after Donald Trump did Stormy Daniels? That's interesting. I didn't know that story. Yeah, yeah. He escorted Stormy Daniels back to her room after. That's something that, yeah, isn't uh, brought up enough, I think, by investigative minds. <laughs> Red Heat and Rage Radio, DFS continues. Line up, lock live. Have you ever wanted to have a fantasy expert in the palm of your hand? Or better yet, in the pocket of your khakis? Well, check it out. Now you can. It's the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. Download it now to your phone. We promise no weird viruses, no strange tracking things. Just 24 hours a day, seven days a week of pure fantasy knowledge dropping all over your head. It's the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. Stop being a weirdo and streaming it online. Get it on your phone. Take it with you everywhere you go. Lineup Block Live. All right, don't forget, it's Dollar Month Club, guys, and uh, it's still worth it for the rest of the week. Yeah, what the, the month goes, I think the Friday's the first, next Friday, so it's still worth it. DailyRoto.com, Dollar Month. Uh, you get all of the, uh, the optimizers, the projections, the access to the live chats. You can ask the experts questions. You can use the same tools uh, that has produced five millionaires. Go to DailyRoto.com, enter the code $1. That's DailyRoto.com, $1. And... If you are uh, tired of uh, DFS, then uh, check out mybookie.ag and play the props up builder. Their new uh, new player prop tool allows you to avoid sharks winning 90% of the money in DFS while still getting high payouts with his parlay capabilities. Invest in the players that you want without worrying about salary cap. Forget about having to create multiple lineups. Ditch the hassle of dealing with late scratches. Go to mybookie.ag, open up a new account, enter the promo code GTD. You're going to receive a 50% uh, deposit to bonus. Don't be a loser and eat DFS chalk while paying DFS rake. Be a winner. Play mybookie.ag's prop builder. Uh, plus, they got a great uh, horse book over there. Play, win, get paid. Safest online sports book. 
mybookie.ag, open up an account, enter the promo code GTD and receive a 50% deposit bonus. Click the uh, player props tool, choose your player prop, collect your winnings. That's mybookie.ag, enter the promo code GTD. I've got a Cam Stewart uh, update uh, right, here, Corey. I'm looking forward to this. All right, so I, I, I texted him and I said, how you doing? What did they do to you? Hospital is a shit show. <laughs> it sounds like him. <laughs> he says, hospital is a shit show. Spent hours there. Guy got me a prescription pills for pain, but still bleeding. Not as heavily. Doctor says she'll be better in a few days when the gash heals up. I can't believe how much blood I lost. Ate most of it. Crazy. Putting soup and pop- popsicles for a little while. All right, so he's getting something in the system with the soup and the popsicle. So, all right, sounds like he's on the road, on the road, on the road of recovery. The soup and popsicles—that kind of sounds like it sucks. Yeah, no, nah, it's not. It's not. It, trust me, I've seen Cam. Cam is a poorly gentleman, so I'm quite sure he's ready to knock down some chicken wings and not be sitting up there uh, licking on a uh, popsicle. I'm getting hungry myself. Uh, it's about that man. time. I was thinking, man, what am I going to eat after the show? I got to plan it, too. Like, I don't have a lot of time at night. I mean, we got games and podcasts, so I got to think, all right, Marenzi, what are we doing tonight? Actually, I wouldn't mind KFC. Really? That's not bad. Yeah, yeah, but it's it's a little out of my way. And you know what? They, you can, uh, they deliver KFC here. In Toronto, okay. there's delivery for Kentucky Fried Chicken. Nice. But it's like they charge you a $5 delivery charge. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so suddenly... You know, KFC's good, but you don't want to spend 23 bucks on it. No, you, you know? don't. No, no, it's not, it's not, it's not that good. I'm thinking, see, I might, it depends on which way I go home, because I was trying to figure out what I was going to eat, too. Now, if I if I take the train that puts me off on Lenox Avenue, I could pop right in the, in the, in the carry-out the Chinese joint, and I was thinking about maybe some rib tips yeah. and french fries. You know what I'm saying? Rib tips, french fries, give me a six-pack for the game. You know what I'm saying? And I'll be good to go for the night. Yeah, yeah, I was thinking the same thing. You read my mind, actually. Cause uh, I've got to go to a local, um, I got to go to a local pharmacy, if you know what I'm saying, after yeah. the show too. Yep. And there's a Chinese restaurant near the place, so I might go in and order some General Tao. Oh, that's I'm like perfect. George on Seinfeld. Yeah, yeah. Marenzi likes his chicken spicy. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm gonna go in there. Yeah, yeah. Like uh, the egg rolls, chicken fried rice, and some General Tao chicken core. I think that's what I might rock. Yeah, I, it's only I, like nine bucks too. It's like n- ten bucks or something. It's like not that. that bad. Listen, I left the pharmacy part out. <laughs> but Jim, yeah. we, gonna be, we got the same plan for the night. Did you know what I'm saying? Yeah, what, what, what time's that? What time's the basketball game at? Eight oh five. I believe it was eight thirty tonight. I think. It's no, eight thirty. Oh, good, 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 good. It gives us a little bit, little no rush. Exactly. Yeah, we no, no get, rush. We can get to where we got to go. And um, little line like movement, that. Corey. Uh, Golden State are now eleven and a half, so it's moved a half a point. Somebody oh. just bet a bet a little bit on uh, on Houston here. All right. So no. Okay. I don't have that. Uh, I, don't, I didn't see that number change to 11 and a half yet. I still got it at 12, but yeah, but now it's, it's going to come in and um it's still a lot of points. It's still it's still a lot. It still it still is a lot. But I guess it looking without Chris Paul, I don't want to touch it to be honest with you. I'll wait to the pick 'em game in game 7. Yeah, Monday should be sick. All right. So, I've got a NASCAR DFS lineup right here. I put this together earlier in the day, guys. Um so, you know, with qualifying, it gives you an opportunity right now. Right off the top, let's just say, and this is for fantasy purposes, as uh, Steve um, Steve Merrill brought up, Kevin Harvick is starting in the 39 hole. All right. All right? You get points, Corey, for laps gained. Mm-hmm. So, you know, Kevin Harvick suddenly, you know, becomes a, a readjust. 
There's a lot of other guys here that are in nice spots here, though, that are in my lineup, too. Casey Kane is starting 26. He'll have an opportunity to, to gain some spots. I got Chris Buescher. I was hoping that he would finish a little bit lower here. He's, he's starting 18th. Truax Jr. is starting uh, 15th. Kurt Busch is starting 16th, actually, uh, in a nice spot uh, as well. Where's Jimmy Johnson at 23rd? That's good. Because of the laps gained, and don't forget, guys, it's the longest race of the NASCAR season, the Coca-Cola 600. You know, it's literally a freaking marathon, man. So I'll quickly blast through what I got uh, for you here, guys. Casey Kane. Casey Kane is second only to Jimmy Johnson in career wins. Jimmy's won eight times. Casey's won four times here. Um, at Charlotte here, he's got his four wins. He's got ten top fives. He's got 15 top tens. I'm not saying Casey Kane's going to win this race, but he's so freaking cheap that um, he's a nice punt play uh, for you. Similar situation here with Suarez. Daniel Suarez, he's only raced twice here before, but he's finished 11th and 6th. Uh, solid. Um, nothing not to like about uh, him here, too. Uh, he actually started 20th, uh, and uh, he finished 6th after starting 14th here as well. So there's been some nice um, lap pickups. We talked about Buescher. It'd be nicer if... Um, be better if he wasn't starting 18th. I prefer if he was starting like 30th or something like that. But it is, it is what it is. He's got three straight top 10 uh, finishes here in Charlotte. He was 15th in Las Vegas, 15th in Texas. Um, you know the dude, uh, the dude can uh, race on these mile and a half tracks. Now let's get into the uh, some of the bigger boys uh, here, uh, including Martin Truex Jr. Um, he's got an average finish of 4.4. Over his last six starts uh, here in Charlotte, including two wins, um, not, nothing's really, it hasn't fallen into place uh, for him yet this year. But at this price point, and if you want to avoid Harvick, I would go with Kyle Busch and uh, or with Truex uh, here. But uh, Truex is just a monster on these type of tracks. And past pedigree is too much uh, for me to overlook. Kyle Larson's never won on a mile and a half track before. But, man, this guy's always knocking on the freaking door. 11 top fives, 14 top tens on mile-and-a-half tracks uh, last year. He's won before on the two-mile uh, track. I think uh, Kyle, Kyle Larson's going to be top three this week, guys. And he might be able to nail the win. And then for $8,700, I don't have a problem if you go with Kurt Busch. I went with Jimmy Johnson here. He's an eight-time winner. You know, it's hard to overlook eight times. But Kurt Busch is a nice play. In the same price range as well. So I've got Casey Kane, Suarez, Truax Jr., Kyle Larson, and Jimmy Johnson. And I tell you, Corey, you'll be impressed to find a show that has talked about as many different sports as we have on the show today. Got everything done today. Got you some college football. Got you some NASCAR. Got you some baseball with DFS. We hit a little bit of NFL. I think we got someone in there talking about these quarterbacks. I think we ran full game, and it's a good job. So I was definitely happy to sit in for my man Cam Stewart. Hopefully he gets well and gets back into his seat. You know what yeah, I'm yeah. saying? <clears throat> so let's see. Let's get to the rest of the text here. So Cam says, hospital is a shit show. Spent yeah. hours there. Got me prescriptions. Oh, that's right. He's, he's pounding the pudding, the pudding soup and the popsicles. And I'll t- text him back here. Get better, buddy. There you go. Poor dude, too. Like I said, he gets paid by the hit, and he gets paid. Uh, he does, like, this pizza show, too. Not a pizza show, but it's sponsored by uh, by a pizza. There's a lot of pizza. It's called Pizzaville, and they're a big pizza chain up uh, up here, and Cam's uh, one of the spokesmen for it on nice. the radio and stuff. Yeah. 
But, uh, yeah, I know it's burning him up because he's not going to get paid because he couldn't do the show because he can't talk. That sucks and ironically right enough, mm-hmm. ironically enough, he burnt his mouth on pizza. On the damn pizza. pizza, yeah. They should, they should give him something for that. They should, they should give him a day's pay for that. Probably. You don't think so? That's how corporate, corporate. Okay. He, he ain't getting jack. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> uh, oh, man. So you going to put anything on the race? Get better, buddy. Hang in there. Um, yeah, I'm gonna. I'm you know, as far as betting is concerned, I've been getting screwed, dude. I like, I'll bet like top five or something like that. Like, I'll look for some value or some head-to-head matchups that aren't up yet mm-hmm. uh, right now. But I'm not betting plus two twenty on Kevin Harvin. I don't blame you, man. That's crazy. I do yeah, the top. I would do the enough. top. If I was to do it on the NASCAR, I would do the top five thing also. You know, Martin Truex is six to one. Kyle, you know, Kyle Larson is seven to one is worth a look. I would say, Kyle Larson is seven to one is worth a look. Now tonight, tonight, Corey's a tough one. We talked uh, about this Cleveland game tonight. Man, you know the NBA wants seven games. You know that if you look at LeBron James tonight, it's going to be a foul. So it's going seven, but it doesn't automatically mean they're going to win by seven points tonight. Exactly. You know, Boston get blown out for the most part on the road, but. I see Boston bringing their A game tonight and being focused and not letting the lead. Brad Stevens calling timeouts if there's an early run because it's an elimination game. They don't want to go seven, man. Even if it's in Boston, you know, you got to deal with LeBron in a game seven. It's a tough game tonight. I think Cleveland's going to win, but I can't lay the seven points. Uh, I agree so I'm with gonna, you. I'm going to parlay the Cleveland Cavaliers with a bunch of baseball games. Okay, that's not a bad bet like, right there. Like money line. Yeah, like money line. So... Like, a good example is, uh, look, Max Scherzer's on the hill tonight. Listen, he could lose. Miami could beat him. But Max Scherzer's, uh, you know, the guy's dominant, man. I mean, like, his, he's striking out like 41% of the batters he faces. It's insane. So they're a 260 favorite. If you parlay, so the Washington Nationals beat the Marlins, uh-huh. and then the Cleveland Cavaliers on the money line, it's minus 120, Corey. Um, you parlay the Cleveland Cavaliers on the money line, um, with the Colorado Rockies against Romano, it's minus 109. All right. Um, you you parlay the Cleveland Cavaliers on the money line with Stripling and the Los Angeles Dodgers tonight, it's plus money. It's plus 103. I think that's the way to approach this. I think that's actually a good idea also, so I agree with you on that one. Like you said, get those dumpy baseball games, hit that money line, parlay it up, and this way you can have a good night and you can get some Chinese food tomorrow. Yeah, plus money, baby. It's all it's all about the plus money. I'm trying to stay, you know, trying to stay in the green because we got to. All right, I was going to say you got to promise me on Monday night that you're going to watch a little bit of the uh, game one of the hockey, but <laughs> it'll be going on at the same time as game seven of the Warriors and the uh, and the Rockets. So yeah, there's no way in hell you're watching hockey now. All right, so what I'll do is I'll get you. Um, when the NBA goes to halftime, because the game more than likely, my guess is ABC will have the coverage, so you don't have the you don't have the greatness that is. Uh, uh, no, no, this is Western Conference. Finals. Yeah, and even yeah, even you on still your have Chuck too, and those dudes. Yeah, so yeah, I can pop it's back easy. and forth. I don't like to miss yeah, none of inside the NBA though. It's one channel. This is a good thing now because yeah, the NBA find that that stuff. No, it's true. We're not on ABC yet. You're right. It'll still be TNT. Like, so, yeah, that's the one good thing when the Stanley Cup on NBC. And the uh, the NHL the, a- the NBA on ABC you only got to go one spot on the remote. Nice there you go, right there. Because ABC will have five. It won't be ESPN. It'll be an ESPN crew, but the games will actually be on ABC, right, for the finals. 
Yeah, exactly, exactly. It'll be Mike Bream and um, it'll, it'll be, be Mike Bream. Mark Jackson and Jeff Van Gundy with Doris Burke on the sideline. What's your favorite NBA play-by-play crew out of the ones now? So you got, you've got Bream, Jackson, and Van Gundy. You've got uh, Marv Albert, Chris Weber, and, and Reggie uh, Miller and David Aldridge. And Reggie Miller. Yeah. Which one do you prefer? Uh, I'm I'm always going to tell everybody here with work here. Let you know I love Mike Breen. So I'm always going to go Breen, Van Gundy, and Jackson. I think they are the best team in sports. You know, Breen. Uh, I was a big fan. Man, he was great with the Knicks in the old days. Mm-hmm. Like, that was. I remember. Uh, I remember him that. from. I remember him as an update anchor on Don Imus's show. Mike Breen. Really? Huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. No. He's he's great. They're good. Mark Jackson's good. Uh, you know, Reggie. You know, Reggie is. Um, I don't know. You I don't know, like Reggie, Reggie, but maybe I'm biased because I'm because I'm I, I'm a Nick fan. But I think Chris Webber's been great this 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 playoff series. I really have. When he when he get the when when Webber when somebody gets somebody in the mismatch and they turn around and shoot over him, Webber goes chair drill. I love that phrase right there. I'm a, I'm a, Webber has impressed me in the uh, conference finals. Yeah, I agree. Webber Webber's good. Um, Weber's been good for years. He deserves the rise that he's gotten in the broadcast world in the NBA. He does uh, do a very good job. Uh, the total tonight, guys, it's tough, man. It's yeah, a low it's- total. It's 201 and a half. It's the lowest total they posted in the series, Corey. But these teams, you, you're even seeing Golden State and Houston are having a hard time getting the 200, man. Yeah, I, I know I haven't been touching these NBA over-unders because I just that free throw at the end of the game or something like that. It's too painful. So I don't do the NBA over-unders at all. But um, and then like you said, they everything is coming in under this year. Yeah, it's been a been an under run. I'm actually surprised that I have money in one of my accounts here right now. How about that? <laughs> yeah, I don't know what I don't know what I got paid for. I thought I lost like basically every stupid bet that I made yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> one of those nights, huh? Yeah, yeah, it really was one of those nights. What did I win? Oh, I won one stupid in-game. The Mets and the Brewers under seven and a half. Hey, hey, look at me. All right, so, uh, yeah, tonight, guys, that's the way I'm approaching this. I'm going to mix it up with the Cleveland Cavaliers on the money line because I don't want to screw around. I don't want to screw around with the the seven points. So give me the Nationals and the Cavs, minus 120. Dodgers, Cavs, money line, plus 103. Rockies, Cavs, minus 109. Houston Astros, Cleveland Indians under eight, and LeBron James to go over 33 and a half points. Check out the prop builder and bet it there over at mybookie.ag. Great time, uh, Corey. Great stuff, buddy. Thanks. No doubt, my man. Does your fantasy team suck? Maybe you need us. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network. The only free 24-7 fantasy sports radio network.